It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023. Of course, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. We've reassembled on a Monday morning in a brand new month, of course. It is April the 3rd today. And if you weren't relaxing over the weekend, you were probably chasing real estate around your neighbourhood. And sometimes real estate can be that analogy when you were 10 years old chasing after your friend down your local street just when he or she gets away from you. But if you did miss out over the weekend, you've probably got a better weekend coming up and maybe a better property purchase as well. Well, as mentioned, It is a Monday and also that new month, which does mean that we are in that position of looking at tomorrow and what the RBA is going to be doing and a lot of talking around tomorrow being a dead heat on whether the RBA is going to raise the interest rates or cool things and have this little bit of a pause that people are talking about. We are going to find out soon enough. And coming up this morning. Now, we're talking about the Lower North Shore in Sydney, and in particular, a property that sold in the area of Yurunga. And Nick Gittos, a partner at Atlas, is joining us this morning. And a very good morning to you, Nick. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm pretty good on this Monday morning. As I mentioned, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, a lot of speculation that the RBA just might pause uh, and sort of maybe become a little bit circumspect, which we're going to be very unaccustomed to. Which way do you think it's probably leaning for tomorrow? Look, it's a, it's a really good question. I mean, this is probably, I mean, or certainly in the history of, of rate increases, the sharpest kind of most consistent increase periods that we've seen ever. So it would be nice, I think, if the RBA gave everyone a bit of a break and a, and a bit of a breather. But obviously, they've you know got to focus on what they think's best. So it could involve an increase. I think it could go either way. I've got a lot of clients in that space that um, some are kind of saying that they're definitely going to put on hold, and then others are saying that there's definitely going to be another increase. There seems to be quite a lot of buyer activity as well. I and mean, I'm not sure if that's kind of circumstantial to the area that we're living and operating in, but rates don't seem to be having a huge impact. So things are still chugging along nicely. All right. Well, Nick, we'll come back to you in just a moment and we will be talking all things Lower North Shore property. Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. Well, let's go back a month ago this morning when I spoke to Hayden Groves, the president of the Real Estate Institute of Australia, and I asked him about house prices and the predictions that they were expected to fall throughout 2023. 
Well, in most capital cities and the regions, we are seeing prices come back. And there's, there's no surprise in that, I guess. Lots of first home buyer activity, thanks to, to lots of stimulus from federal government and state governments to a lesser extent. And so, yes, it's no surprise that the property values did have to come back. They're not going to come back anywhere near as much as they grew. And so whilst you might have you know certain pockets in Sydney growing 40 odd percent since the start of the pandemic, you know, coming back perhaps 15 to 18% is perhaps a likely settling place for a lot of those areas. Other capital cities and other regions across Australia may fare a little differently. My hometown of Perth, for example, you know, we, we only saw, witnessed really gains of about 14% since the start of the pandemic. And as a result of that, what we're seeing in Perth is is very moderate falls, if, if any falls at all, really. The market here is actually still quite strong and Darwin similarly has, has held up pretty well. So those regions that didn't experience experience the the stratospheric increases that a lot of the other capitals did, Hobart and Sydney most notably, they are holding up pretty well because they're enviably more affordable than some of those other regions across Australia. Whether you're a seasoned investor or a first-time buyer, know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. And if you're celebrating your birthday, we better check on that today. Certainly hope you've got a great Monday planned. It is, of course, the 3rd of April. If you are blowing out the candles, you're blowing them out with Eddie Murphy. He is turning 62 today. Alec Benjamin, the American singer, is turning 28. Eight, Adam Scott, the Aussie golfer, he's turning 43. Alan Jones, the broadcaster and the ex-Wallaby coach is blowing out his candles. Quite a few on the cake today, 82. And Sam Moran, you couldn't go from one extreme to the other from the Wiggles. He is turning 45. We talk to some of the most influential figures in the real estate industry, from leading commentators to investors to real estate principals, only on The Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast. Yes, let's check on that weather word around Australia on your Monday. And first we go to Sydney. Well, expect a few showers today. Your top of 24 degrees in Melbourne. Should be a mostly fine day. The opposite to Sydney with 23. Brisbane, one or two showers. Expect those late morning. Around 27 is your forecast high. And in Perth today, sunshine, blue skies and 28. So enjoy. Your day. We're a lot more than just real estate. Available for breakfast from 6am, then on the drive to work or in your ear at the gym. In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week. And we are back with Nick Gittos, a partner at Atlas Lower North Shore. And just on that note about the North Shore of Sydney, of course, it is home to quality homes. It's a prestigious area to be in. And we know that the more quality the home, the better chance of selling and fetching the upper end of the price market market. How is your patch right at the moment going for you with regard to those prices that I mentioned? Yeah, look, it's a, a really good point to make, Craig. Um, I mean, things seem to be progressing quite nicely amongst the market. Stock levels in our immediate area, particularly in the upper end, are down about 30% across the board, which is, you know, providing a lack of supply to the market. And of course, in real estate, 
Um, it all comes back to, a lot of it comes back to supply and demand. So we're still working with some exceptional buyers, you know, local interstate, into suburb and, and on an international scale uh, that are still looking to secure, you know, premier homes or quality property and Mossman certainly on the radar for them. Yeah, exactly. Premier Homes. Now, so you're talking to these vendors. So what's the sentiment at the moment? They're just deciding to just do this whole pause thing and not list? Yeah, look, really interesting. Um, I, I think it's a bit of a domino effect. For a lot of our clients that are thinking about a sale, the million dollar question for them is where do we go? And when there's a lack of supply in terms of their next home, it makes it quite difficult for them. Coming back to rates that we touched on before, I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of people coming off that that fixed term uh, towards the mid and end section of this year, which I think we'll see, you know, unfortunately, a lot of homeowners um, under a bit of pressure and potentially even forced to sell, uh, which uh, could translate into more stock coming to market and, and get things moving again. But there's that element of uncertainty at the moment, you know, is it a good time to go? Is it not a good time to go? Our recommendation is it's probably the the best time to go uh, while you're not competing with much other stock. I want to talk about a property that you recently sold, one of Mossman's largest landmark homes, which was sold for, I think, a figure close to $20 million. The home is a character home in Urunga, which was built in 1901. It was on a decent size of uh, land, 2,600 square metres. And what can you tell us about this particular property? It's obviously a premier property property and also a character one. Yes, certainly. It's one of one, Craig. It's just a, an exceptional home. As you say, it, it spans over 2,640 square metres of, of level land, uh, which isn't all that common in Mossman. It's in a, a part of Mossman called Clifton Gardens, uh, which is certainly premier. It neighbours the reserve, built in 1901. It's a beautiful Queen Anne Federation home. Actually, coming back to the land size, it, that categorises it in the top five land holdings in Mossman. And, and the sale result, just shy of $20 million, is the highest sales result we've seen this year on the lower north shore so we had a lot of interest from all different areas and, and international as well um, as you'd expect for a, a home of this caliber the current owners have been there for just over 32 years they're only the fourth owners to have lived there and, and owned the home in in its 120 year history so it's certainly a, a special home and one that got a lot of attention when it came to market Wow. And do you know what they paid for it? The last vendors paid for it back in the day? They did. Yeah. So when they bought it back in the, I think it was the early 90s, they paid just over 2.6. Okay. That's pretty yeah. good, isn't it? Eh? That's Which not bad. Is, yeah. And you were saying that there was a lot of interest. I think 118 uh, buyer inspections and you, you had 15 contracts requested. So it just goes to show, we talk about this a lot on the podcast, those quality properties they do just command that attention. Yeah, most certainly. Um, when a home that's, you know, got a, an element of uniqueness about it or if it's, you know, one of a kind and, and as you say, quality in a great area, you're certainly always going to get a lot of attention. At those higher price points in, in the upper end, there's probably not as many buyers floating around, but to have 118 groups for the duration of the campaign and of the 118, you know, 15 request contracts and express genuine interest were, were great numbers to experience and and obviously uh, really utilise um, to ensure that we maximise the result for our clients. Yeah, no, that's a that's a terrific outcome. So tell us what's likely to happen with you and your team there for the next three months projecting ahead. 
Yeah, really interesting. I think we're going to obviously see a bit of a break now through Easter. Uh, We generally do on an annual basis and then the market will kind of reopen post-Easter and I think we'll have some great quality stock come to market. I I feel like stock levels will still be reasonably low, Um, hopefully not around that you know 30% mark as what we've experienced in this first quarter. We've got some great homes coming to market, so we're excited to see what the sediment's like out there post-Easter. All right. Well, good on you, Nick, there in Mossman, sharing a little bit of information about what is happening on the ground. Enjoy your Monday, and thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Thanks so much for your time, Craig. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia, the Real Estate Podcast. Thank you.